Okay, good morning, good afternoon, everyone. Shalom Aleichem. This is our last year before the Yom Tif of Shavuos. Kabbalah's HaToyrah. If anybody would like to be Mishtatif before Yom Tif in any of the upcoming Sfarim, uh, please let us know. We have uh, we have a few on the queue. We're working on Rabbi Meir, Elikadamir Anini, in English for Art Scroll for Hanukkah. We're working on Lagva Oimer in English. Also a Sefer on Chinuch Habanim. If anybody wants to participate in publication, please uh, let us know. It will be a great success. We have fantastic information today. Really an amazing subject. This is brand new material. I want to draw your attention to the comments of the tour. So you're going to be the first to hear this topic. And um, I would like to speak about it over Shavuos. And Ulecha Mishpat Habachaira. You you get to hear this uh, information first, and if you like it, then maybe we'll we'll, we'll share it over the Yomtif of Shavuos. There is an amazing teaching of the Torah, a well-known teaching of the Torah, in Archaim Simtaf Yudzayin. He brings in the name of his brother Rav Yehuda. Why is it that the Moyadim are enacted Kenegeda Avos? He explains how each one of the Yamim Toivim are connected one of the others. Pesach is connected Avraham Avinu. Because on Pesach, Avraham said to the Malachim, Lu Shivasi Uga is. And it was Pesach. Shavuos is connected Yitzchak because the Shoifar of Matan Torah was from the Shoifar of the Isle of Yitzchak. And Sukkis is connected Yaakov. Like it says, And there's a question over here. And it's a very troubling question. If the tour would have brought from his brother that Pesach, excuse me, that Shavuos is connected Yaakov Avinu, I would have understood that. Yaakov Avinu is the Av that reflects and represents Torah. He's the Ishtam Yoishev Oihalem. Yaakov Avinu was Meshamesh in the in the Beis of Shem Ve'ever V'loi Shachav Balayla. If the tour would have said that Shavuos is connected Yaakov Avinu, I would have understood that. If he would have said that it's connected Avraham Avinu, the Gemara tells us in Avodah that from the time of Avraham Avinu he ushered in two thousand years of Torah. Avraham Avinu was Zakein Miyoshev Yeshiva, but Pesach, but that Shavuos should be connected Yitzchak Avinu. Yitzchak Avinu represents Avoida. Avoida? What's that got to do with Shavuos? Rabbi Sai, are we missing something? Why would the Torah say that the Yom Tif of Shavuos is Keneged Yitzchak Avinu? The Gemara in Shabbos says on Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph, Amar Rava, B'Shah Shemachnisin Adam Ladin. After 120, they bring a person into judgment. Oymrim Lai, they say to him, Nasasav and Asatav Amunah, did you deal in business honestly? Kavati itim la Did you establish times to learn taira? This expression, kavata itim la taira. What do you mean kavati itim la To set times to learn taira. We know of hegisa One is supposed to learn day and night, which means whenever they can. If you have a few minutes before Mincha, don't sit in the shul twiddling your thumbs. 
waiting for the for the davening to start, open up a sefer, learn a few lines of Gemara, learn a Mishnah, learn a pasuk, learn a Rashi, say a chapter of Tehillim. But you have to learn whenever you have the availability. You're you're walking down the street. Don't let your mind wander. You have a mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Vehigisva Obviously, there are things a person has to do in life. A person has to daven. A person has to eat. A person has to go to work. A person has to take care of their family. We understand. But whenever you're not, then the, there's no mitzvah to read every single Jewish magazine. It doesn't say in the Torah that before Shabbos and Yom Tif, you have to make a pile of different Jewish periodicals and read all of them. But it does say that in all your spare time, you should learn Torah. So what's this idea, kavato itim la Torah, to establish times? What do you mean establish times? When I have time to learn, I'm going to learn. When I don't have time, I won't learn. What does this mean, establish time? That means even when I'm very busy, I have to make a set time that come what may, I have to stop doing whatever I'm doing and learn. Where does this come from? Where does it say in the Torah that I have to be koivea itim la Torah? What's the source of such a din? The Shulchan Aruch even codifies in Simon Kuf Non Hey, it comes on the tour, that after you daven, you should go to the base medrash, v'yik ba'es lilmoid. You have to set time to learn. That time needs to be established. You should not give it up. Even if you think you're going to make a lot of money. And the Mishnah explains, try to make it a little bit bigger, the Mishnah explains, the Iker Mitzvah of Talmud Torah has no shear, you have to learn the whole day whenever you have time, like it says, And when a person has time and he's mavatel, it's, uh, it's a severe indictment against the person. And the Chazal even say that if you make your times eat him, Meaning, let's say a person says, well, I learned my daf yomi already. I already did the daf. Uh, today's daf happens to be the last amud of the Masechta. And it happens to be only two lines. So, Baruch Hashem, I only have to learn for 30 seconds today. But now now I'm done. Chazal says, someone who makes his learning eat him, even though he has more time, he is Mayfair Bris. He's like annulling the covenant with God. And he's breaking the Torah. So what does it mean to be koivea itim? Koivea itim is a person has to establish set time every day that he will not give up that time no matter what. And if for whatever reason Oynas happens and he couldn't fulfill his learning, he should make it up like it's a debt. And not like a regular debt that you have 30 days to pay. You have to pay it up that night. Like Rav Achabar Yaakov borrowed in the day and he paid back at night. And the Achroinim write that before you leave Shul in the morning, even if let's say a person is very busy and he won't be able to learn for a significant amount of time, at least to learn one Pasuk or one Halacha before he leaves. Koiveya itim la so aside from the idea that one is supposed to learn in all of one's free time, that's not enough to learn when you can. It's not enough to learn when you can. You have to have a set time every day, come what may. The mayor of the city could be knocking on my door. The president of the United States 
needs my advice how to stop the thousands of uh, Mexicans that are pouring in on the southern border and they're inviting the Taliban with them. It doesn't matter who needs your help. There has to be a set time every day that you learn something. In fact, the Kafachayim writes that this set time, it shouldn't be on Sunday, it should be the same time every day. Don't make it Monday at 10 a.m. Uh, Tuesdays, I have dentist, uh, I have to go. So Tuesday is going to be 12.30. And Wednesday it's going to be 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It should be like clockwork. The Kavachayim brings down from the Ramami Pano, Sheyikva is kavua v'layach loif hayoyim b'sha'achas v'lamacha b'sha'acheras. But after you do that, then of course, whatever free time you have, you should... What the Kavachayim is adding from the Ramami Pano is that should be a set time every day. By the way, the Chida uh, brings down the Dvash Lafif, the same Ramami Pano that should be the set time every day. The very interesting halacha regarding being Kaveh Itim Latayra that a Dayan, the Berke uh, Yosef, brings that someone who is appointed to Dan to adjudicate. He's allowed to preside over a court case at the time that he's kavua lilmoid and accounts for learning because din is taira. But says the Berke Yosef, that's only if you don't get paid for it. But if you get paid to adjudicate, it doesn't count for kviyas itam taira. If you're a malame tinoikos, if you're a rebbe for a teacher and you get paid, you don't that doesn't count for Kfiyas Itam This is what his Zayda of Avram Azulai brings down. And according to this, if someone's in learning in the Koilel, and he gets a stipend, as little as it was, when I was learning in Koilel, I'm not going to give away too many details, but they gave us a whopping $80 a week. You know, that's enough money today to... Uh, to buy gas to get you to the Kailal, right? But if you get paid, it doesn't count as Kriyasitim Latayra. You get a mitzvah, you get reward, you're a tzaddik, but you are not Koiveya Itim Latayra. So what exactly is this concept of being Koiveya Itim Latayra? Where does it come from? Who, where, where is it sourced? Hashem says in the Torah many times you need to learn. But what is this idea of establishing set times, fixed times, and why would it not? Why would it be that you shouldn't get paid for it? Let's now discuss the most basic and well-known question regarding Kabbalah Satayra. In the Masechta Shabbos, the pasuk says, Sahar." They stood at the bottom of the mountain. Amar of Avdimi Barchama Barchasa. We learned that Hashem suspended the mountain over their head like a barrel. Va'amar Lahami said to them, If you accept the Torah, great. And if not, here you will be buried. So the Gemara is telling us that the proposal of Kabbalah's HaTorah was not Hashem said to the Jewish people, do you want to marry me? No, 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 no. This was what we call, Hashem took a mountain. He suspended it over our heads. He said, 
do you want to marry me? And we said, yeah, 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 for sure, of course. Because Hashem said, if you don't accept the Torah, I'm going to kill you. Which is one way to get your kala to agree to marry you. You know, threats always work, especially if it's a good threat. So Hashem coerced us to accept the Torah. So Toysus famously asks, what do you mean? They were already makdim nasa They already accepted it willingly. Why did Hashem have to force us? Toysus gives an astounding answer. Toysus says, yeah, we accepted it willingly, but Hashem was afraid we might back out. Which, by the way, there is some indication that we tried to back out. If you look in Parshas Vashanan and Devarim, the Pasuk says, Kal asher First we'll listen and then we'll do. What? But they already said, We'll do and then we'll listen. Yeah, that's what they said in the beginning. But it could be they wanted to back out of it. Toysus brings that Hashem was afraid that when we see the big fire from that caused our soul to depart, maybe we'll renege. Maybe we would retract when we see the great fire. That, that their soul would depart. So this is the famous Kasha of Toysus. This is the question of the Medrash Tanchuma, that why did Hashem have to coerce us to accept the Torah? But we already said Nasev The answer is, says Toysus, Hashem was afraid we would renege. But Maharal, Maharal of Prague, in many, many places, at least four places, and my friend, Ravilan Halberstadt, sent me a recording of Hagoyen Rav Moshe Shapiro, where he said he's aware of at least six places in the Maral. I only know about four of them. And where the Maral advances the following principle. And the principle goes like this. If something's important, if something is critical, then it cannot be left up to your discretion. Hey, you go. To, somebody goes to the doctor. Does the doctor say, hey, do you want to breathe? Yes, I would really like to breathe. Hey, pal, we don't care if you want to breathe or not. You have to breathe. So we're not going to ask if you want to, because whether you do or not, you have to breathe. There's certain things that cannot be left up to your discretion. Certain things, whether you want or not, you have to do it, even if you want to, we don't care that you want to. And if we would leave it up to your discretion, you may come away with the mistaken notion that, you know, I'm doing it because I want to, and if I don't want to, I don't have to. Pal, no! It's not that you're doing it because you want to, and if you don't want to, you don't have to. You have to even if you don't want to. We can't leave this up to discretion even though we know what you're going to choose. Because then you're going to think you're doing it because you want to. We can't allow you to think that you're doing something because you want to do it. When something is so important. When something is vital, it has to be. And when something has to be, it endures. Analogous, the Maral says, 
to when a man rapes a woman. At that point, the Torah doesn't say, if you want to marry her, you can marry her. If you don't want to marry her, you don't have to. No, you have to marry her. You force her, you're stuck with her. So too Hashem wanted to be stuck with us. So if He would have married us, and He would have asked, would you like to marry me? Then, if Hashem later on decided He doesn't want to remain married to us, then He wouldn't. But Hashem, so to speak, was ma'anesas. He coerced us. This way, He can never send us away. The Ma'ra'u writes in his Hakdama to the Archadash, this is the reason why Hashem was kaf aleim harkagigas. So that we would be coerced. Hashem wanted to be ma'anasas on Kabasa Taira. And if we're coerced, we could apply the Pasuk, lo yucha l'shalcha koyamav. He can never send us away. And therefore the Jewish people can never depart from God. The Maral says that there's a medrash. And I'm going to show you something very interesting. We don't have such a medrash. But the Maral quotes a medrash on the Pasuk. If a man rapes a woman, when Hashem came to give the Torah to Klal Yisrael, He suspended the barrel over our head, head so that we would be the Anusasa Shal Kadesh Baruch And by an Anusa it says, Someone who seduces a woman, he could send her away. But if someone coerces her, then he forces her into the attachment then the attachment is, perforce, cannot be removed because it's a necessary attachment. This is the explanation for Kabbalah Satayra. Hashem forced us so that we would be coerced. And if we're coerced, then Hashem can't separate from us. To show that the Torah is absolute, it's necessary. Likewise, in Tepharis Yisrael, Maral says, Hashem forced us to accept the Torah, so Kaiso shouldn't say, Oh, I keep the Torah because I want to accept the Torah. Because the Torah is warm and fuzzy. And it's, you know what the, you know what the, uh, the, the buzzword is today? If you want to bother t- giving a shear or, or writing something, it has to be inspiring it has to be inspiring and even better if it makes you feel warm but chas v'shalom to teach Torah that's not inspiring or it doesn't make you feel warm no we can only do things that the recipient is inspired by no that's not Torah Torah is reality it has to be Hashem doesn't want Klal Yisrael to say, we accept the Torah because we want it, it's delicious, it's geschmack. That's not a mila for the Torah. The whole world is dependent on Torah. If we wouldn't accept the Torah, the world would cease to exist. Hashem would have to revert the world back to Torah Vavoyu. What's Hashem going to do? Would you like to accept the Torah? That's like saying... Would you like existence to exist? Or would you like to bl- for it to blow up in the next three seconds? Would you like there to be a nuclear explosion and the world... Hashem can't leave it up to us. As if, oh, you know why the world exists? Because we want it to. No, no, no. Pal, you're not that important. 
that the world only exists because you decided it should exist. I'm giving you the Torah. I don't care if you want it or not. That's great that you want it. I'll reward you that you want it. And you get crowns for it. And you'll sing songs about how you want it. But I don't care that you want it. Because we can't live, leave it up to your discretion. Therefore, it's not ro'oi. It's not appropriate that the Torah be left up to the choice of the Jewish people. Hashem had to force us so that the world would not go back to Tovavayu. So if you say, okay, but it was for nothing, because we already said Nasa Vanishma. Says Maral, it's not because Hashem didn't want us to retract. He wasn't afraid we were going to retract. It was inherent. How could the Torah, which is, allows reality to, to exist, be subject to someone's discretion? That means the, the existence of the world is dependent on someone's discretion? So Hashem had to force us to show that the reality of the world is a reality. Furthermore, the Maral says, Hashem didn't want Klal Yisot to say that we accept the Torah based on our discretion and uh, maybe tomorrow we'll decide that we're not interested anymore. Because after all, you asked us if we want it. Tomorrow we don't want it. Today we want hamburgers. Tomorrow we want milchik. Today we want the Torah. Tomorrow we don't want the Torah. So Hashem forced us, meaning it's yours, whether you like it or not. And anything which is coerced is eternal. And this is Muchach in the Medrash. The Medrash says, When Hashem came on our Sinai, He forced Kal Yisrael to accept the Torah. So this way Kal Yisrael would be an Anusa. And by an Anusa it says, Kal Yisrael And therefore we're His forever. And the Maral reiterates this by explaining that in the times of Yechezkel, the Ziknei Yehuda came and they said, uh, could a Koyen who buys an Eved, could he eat Shuma? He said, yeah. What if he sells it to Yisrael? So they say, can't eat Shuma anymore. So they said, well, we left Hashem's Rishus, so now we don't have to keep the Torah. Yechezkel said, nice try. <laughs> nice try. You never left God's Rishus. What's the explanation? No, Kaisa wanted to leave God's Rishus. They wanted to call it a day. God said, too bad. I already was ma'anas you. Can't, can't get rid of you anymore. And Marau reiterates this in the Gorari and Parshas Yisrael. That anything which is coerced is eternal. And again, he repeats this in the Netzach Yisrael. By the way, this that the Maral says that he found the Medrash, that Hashem coerced us to be Mechabal the Torah, so he can't send us away. The Yishev Shmaitza and his Hakdama also quotes the Medrash. However, the Torah Shalema of Rav Menachem Kasher, he brings that, he's unaware of where Chazal say this. It's the Mincha Belula, which who's the Talmud of the Rajwa, also quotes Chazal. But this is a Chazal which is no longer extant. But Nemon Aleinu, the Maral, that there is a statement in the teaching of the sages that HaKadosh Baruch Hu forced us to be Mechabal the Torah in order so that A, He can't send us away and B, 
Hashem was conveying that something so vital and important like the Torah cannot be left up to your discretion as if, oh, that's really nice of you that you want the world to exist. Thank you so much for being Mechabal the Torah. And if you didn't want to be Mechabal the Torah, I would just have to blow the whole thing up. No, 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 no. We cannot leave this up to you. I'm happy you want it. It's nice you want it. Here is a pat on the back. But I don't care whether you want it or not. The Torah is a reality of existence and it cannot be left up to your discretion. It's interesting. HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe Rabbeinu, the proof that I sent you, Serve God on this mountain. Serve God? That's what Maimon Harsina is? Avoida? Maimon Harsina is Avoida? It's Limon HaToyra. It's Kabbalah HaToyra. It's Ta'avdun? It's Ta'avdun? What's the Ta'avdun? So I heard from Hagoyin Ramosha Shapiro, Zeretzak Lebracha. I heard the recording myself. The Yom Tov of Shavuos is Yom Tov of Kabbalah Satayra. What do we have to do exactly? What is our job on the Yom Tov of Shavuos? We have to understand that as much as we emphasize that Torah is enjoyable and Torah is sweet and Torah gives us happiness, but fundamentally, Torah is reality of the universe. The world couldn't exist without the Torah. And Torah cannot be left up to our discretion. Oh, today I have nothing to do. So I'm going to learn for 16 hours because I have time. Pal, I don't care if you have time or not. That's very nice that you're learning because you happen to have time. That's not good enough. You can't make Torah about your choice. Torah, you have to subject yourself to the Torah. When you don't have time, you have to learn anyway. You have to be koiveya itim la Torah. Because you have to be true to the way that the Torah was given. The Torah was given in a way that even though you wanted it, it wasn't enough that you wanted it. Hashem was going to force it. The acceptance of Torah, one's relationship to Torah has to be that whether you want to or not, you are meshubad to the zman. Not that the zman is meshubad to you. You can have someone who has, is retired and he has all the time in the world and he learns 20 hours a day. That ain't good enough. What we need to do is someone who doesn't have time. He literally doesn't even have 10 minutes. He's so busy. But he says, I don't learn because I want to and because I can. I have to. And he carves out an hour to learn. Carving out an hour to learn is more chashuv than learning in 12 hours when you have the time. Because the message is, I'm not learning because I'm choosing to learn. I am Meshubit to this man because I am reenacting Maimed Harsinai. In order to reenact Maimed Harsinai, 
It has to be that even though I want to, I have to. This hour, I have to. I know I have a chuppah and a vart and a lechayim and my third cousin's graduation. And if I don't go to the sitter play and the grad and the and the chumish play and the I don't know what and I don't drive the car, it doesn't matter. This is the zman that I set aside to learn. I am mishubed to the zman. Kafa alehem har kegigis. When in our Limar Torah do we ever reenact and pay homage and remember and commemorate Kafa Aleim Har Kegigis? That's through being Koiveya Itim Latayra. This is the idea of Ramesha Shapiro. The way the Maral understands Kabbalah Satayra. The, the, the question of Toysus. If Klaiso said Nasav and Ishma, why did Hashem have to force us? The answer is because He had to show Torah is more vital than something that could be left up to your discretion. This is something the Maral writes in six places at least. And Ramosha Shapiro said, so what does Toysus hold? Why, why didn't Toysus knew the Maral? Toysus knew any svar the Maral would come up with. So why is Toysus asking? That Klal Yisrael said, Nasa v'nishma. So why did Hashem have to force them? Why didn't Toysus know that Torah is so important that it could be left up to their discretion? That it cannot be left up to their discretion? Why couldn't Toysus answer like the Maral? Why didn't Toysus like the Maral's answer? Says Ramosha Shapira, Avada Toysus knew the Maral. And Toysus knew that Torah is so important, it cannot be left up to any individual's personal discretion. But you have to look carefully at the words of Toysus. Toysus's kasha is that Klal Yisrael already were mishabed themselves to the Torah. They already made it that it's not up to their discretion. They were makdim nasa v'nishma. They said, God, we don't have to hear what's in the Torah as if the only reason we're accepting the Torah is because it's rational and it's logical and something we want. We said we don't even have to hear what it says. We're going to do it. So that means Kalisol already made themselves Meshubit to the Torah. So why did Hashem have to force them? They already forced themselves. They already were Meshubit themselves. That's Toysus' kasha. Toysus knew the morale. Toysus knew Torah cannot be left up to someone's discretion. But Toysus was still asking. Klal Yisrael made it that it's not up to their discretion. They were makdim nasa v'nishma. To which the morale says back, yeah, but Klal Yisrael were meshabe themselves to the Torah. Hashem says, I cannot leave the Torah up to your discretion that you chose to subjugate yourself to the Torah. The Torah will subjugate its, you to it whether you do it or not. That's still not good enough. The morale holds. It's still not good enough to say Nasa v'nishma. We can't have it that you're the one who subjugated yourself to the Torah. The Torah subjugates you whether you like it or not. This is the source of being Kaveh Itim Latayra. 
you know, aside from the regular mitzvah of learning, as we mentioned, there's this thing of kavata itim latayra. To the point where the Gemara Nerevin says on Samachim and Aleph, Rav Achim Yaakov, Yosef Upari, he borrowed and he paid. If he had to change his time, he would borrow and he would pay. The Rambam says every Jew is chayv in Talmud Torah, poor, wealthy, is chayv likboyazman. We don't find such a thing by other mitzvahs. So in the Sefer, Siach Tzion, he says an idea very similar to what we just said from Ramesha Shapira. And that is the mitzvah of Talmud Torah has two parts to it. One is the mitzvah of learning, which is a mitzvah like every other mitzvah in the Torah. And another mitzvah is commemorating Maimon Har Sinai. Like the Pasuk says, V'hoidatam levanecha v'levnei vanecha yoyim asher amadata levnei Hashem lekecha b'chariv. Vahidatam seemingly is learning Torah. But Chazal say that just like Maimon Harsinai was Be'ema Be'ira Beresis of Aziyah, when you learn Torah, it has to be Be'ema Be'ira Beresis of Aziyah. Well, there are many halachos we learn out that the learning of Torah is supposed to be the way it was given. Kinesinasa. We're mechuyiv to learn Torah, to commemorate Maimar Sinai in the same fashion the Torah was given to us. Or what the Gemara says in Brachas, Ayin Beis Amid Beis, Pasach Rabbi Yehuda B'chvayda Torah, Haskes Ushma Yisrael, Hayoyim Hazen Yesa La'am, was the Torah given to Kaisa on that day? It was the end of the 40 years. But rather, Torah should be beloved to those who learn it, like the day it was given on Har Sinai. That means, aside from the mitzvah of learning, it's supposed to be reenacted as if it was given on that day, with the same awe, reverence, fear, trembling, happiness. This is a, a chilek of the mitzvah of Torah. Someone who teaches his grandson Torah, it's like they were Mechalan on Har Sinai. So you could say that the Indian of Kviyas Yitim Latayra is in order to fulfill learning Torah the same way it was given on Har Sinai. Namely, the Torah was not given in a way that it was up to our discretion. It was We were coerced to accept the Torah. Like the Maral says, in order to demonstrate that the Torah is so vital and so important, it cannot be left up to our discretion. And therefore... It's not enough to learn when you're able to learn. It's not enough to learn when you can. You know, after tax season, I'll have more time. I'll learn more. Yeah, you will learn more. But even during tax season, you have to be koivea, itim, set times, so that it's not you who are deciding when to learn. It's the Torah that's dictating that it is an obligation. And this Sefer has a very interesting idea of the concept of Yisachar Zavulan. Hey, I have a great idea. I'll give you money and you put on two pairs of tefillin. Or, or one pair of tefillin. Put a, yeah, you know, I'm busy. I'll, get, I'll get go, I'll uh, buy a nursing home and I'll give you money. I'll give you money and put on tefillin. Or, you know, I'll start a business 
and you sit in the sukkah for me or keep Shabbos. You know, where do we ever have a thing? I'll make money and you learn and I'll give you money and, and I'll get schar in your learning. Where does that come from? So the Sefer suggests that, of course, every Jew has to learn. There's no way, there's no exemption of learning. Even Zavulan, we had in last week's parsha, we're one of the Shvatim of, who are Tamidich Chachamim. The Indian of Yisachar Zavulan is, this element of Kabbalah's HaTorah, where I demonstrate that it is not, the Torah is not left up to my discretion, but the Torah is what subjugates me. So if I don't have the time, because I'm occupied making a living, so instead of me establishing times, I commit myself financially to support you. So what I'm doing is I'm subjugating my resources to the Torah. That is another way, as another dimension of of coercion in the Torah. I am subject to the Torah. I am subjugating my resources, my money to the Torah, and not vice versa. That's the idea, that's the commemoration of Kaf Aleim Harkegigos in Kabbalah's HaTorah. Rav Asher Weiss also says a similar idea that <clears throat> that the Gemara Navayi Zara says on Daftas that the first 2,000 years of world existence were Yemei Toyov Avoyu and the second 2,000 years were years of Torah. The Gemara says when do the years of Torah begin? Not from Kabbalah's HaTorah but from the time of Avram Avinu V'yasanefesh Asher Asu B'charan Targum says Shabidu Lo'iraisa <clears throat> yes, before Avram Avinu, maybe they learned Torah. Noyach learned Torah. But Avraham was Meshabed them to the Torah. He was Koivea them to the Torah. In order to commemorate, this idea is in order to commemorate the, the fashion and the, the manner with which the Torah was given. Rav Asher Weiss would say, he would tell his Avrechei Koilal, that sometimes an Avrech in the Koilel, and he has, he's busy, he has to take care of things, and he may leave and miss a day or two, but a regular, a working person, who earns a living from 9 to 5, that gets up early in the morning, and he has a set time to learn, and he learns every morning, every night, sometimes he's on a higher madrega than someone who spends most of the day learning, because a guy who spends most of the day learning, he learns when he can, when he can't, he, he doesn't learn. But someone who learns like clockwork, so then in a certain sense he is he is um, demonstrating greater greater connection and greater subjugation to the Torah than someone who just learns when they're able to learn. I saw in a sefer Chidushe Chidush Hayoimi that he brings, that's why we focus on Zman Matan Torah Seinu, not Kabbalah Satayra. Because <laughs> pal, we're very happy you wanted it. We don't care whether you wanted it or not. Whether you want it or not, you're getting it. Because the Torah is that important that we can't leave it up to your discretion. So the emphasis is not on the Kabbalah, it's on the giver. And the giver, we know how he gave it. He was Kafalem Harkigigas. And he brings an idea, you know, Klaiso were supposed to be in uh, Mitzrayim for 430 years. 
How do we get out early? So the Rishonim say it was the Kaishi Hashibad. It was we worked every single day. The Shibud. So he brings an idea if Shibud could accomplish 400 years and 210 years, then it has to work for good as well. So if a person has a set time to learn, and he's mashabid himself to the learning, then his one hour that he's mashabid himself to is worth maybe many, 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 many hours. And he brings that even though, you know, the Sfarim recommend one should learn eight hours a day, but if you have an hour a day that come what may, you stick to that hour, that could be reckoned in Shamayim like many, many hours. Somebody who has a set hour that they don't give up no matter what, that's very, very valuable in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But that's the only way we could connect to the Torah properly. And even though we live in a generation where we're always focusing how inspiring and enjoyable and sweet the Torah is, and it's all of that, this is not minimizing in any way how enjoyable the Torah is, how much personal satisfaction it gives a person, how it gives a person happiness, gives a person meaning, it gives sweetness, it's inspiring. But fundamentally, it can't be left up to that. Because the Torah is what keeps the world going. It's a Torah's chayim. If there would be a moment in time that the Torah wasn't learned, the world would cease to exist. So what's Hashem going to say? Would you like the Torah? Oh Hashem, I'll get back to you. Let's just think about it for a few days. Whether we want the world to exist or we want you to blow it up into smithereens. We'll let you know. No, 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 no. This cannot be left up to your discretion. This is happening. I created a world, and the world's going to exist because I coerced you except the Torah. Now that you did that, I happen to be very happy that you said Nasa Vinishma, and I'm going to give you crowns, and you're going to be honored, and everything's wonderful, but it doesn't really matter that you wanted it. I want to share with you another dimension of being Kaivea Itim Latayra. Somebody once uh, shared this with me from Rav Asher Weiss, and it comes from the Peleoyets. There's a Gemara in Ksubis, Vav. It says like this If you find a piece of meat on the street, and it could have come, it came from one of the stores. You have nine kosher stores, one trave store, so you could eat the meat. If you found it on the right by the stores, you can't eat the meat. Why not? But nine stores are kosher, one is treif. Yeah, but the treif store is kavua. And you found it by the stores. And in the makoim of the kavios, we apply the following rule. Kol kavua kemechza al dami. It's like half the stores are kosher and half of them are treif. So if somebody learns Torah an hour a day, 10 minutes a day, a set time, every day after Shachris, no matter what, no matter who, no matter where, 10 minutes a day and 10 minutes at night, your Kavua, 
Kol Kavua It's like you learn Torah half a day. Now once it's like you learned half a day, Hashem's Midah is Rav Chesed Matei Klape Chesed. Hashem will tilt the scales as if you learned the entire day. Says the Pelayoyitz, Umi Rokazois, Vishama Kaila, Vilaisa'ave Navshoi, Lizkois, Lilimudzah. Whoever heard of such a thing does not desire to be Zoicha to this Limud and to be Marviach, great Toiva. Hashem should bring us close to his Avoida to do Nachasurach, Lefanov. And therefore we should be Kaivea Zman in the morning, in the evening. And this way we'll be Mekayim, Vigisva Yom Obviously this is someone who's very busy and he in fact doesn't have any more time to learn. But at the very least to have set times, then you could tap into the Kayach of Kol Kavuak Metzad Amatzman. But what's amazing is the Kafachayim brings down this idea, Lahalacha. He says, the mile of kvius, uh, based on what we said, kal kavok machsam machsadami. So it's kaveh lomay biyam of alayla. It's kiilu loymed chatsi hayoyim verav chesed mate klape chesed. So Rabbi say the Indian of being kaveh itim la is in order to be true, in order to be faithful to the manner in which the Torah was given. Namely, yes, I learned Torah, but not just I learned Torah in my free time as if it's left to my discretion. There's a certain obligation we have to be faithful, kinesinosa, the same way we learn Torah, be'ema, be'ira, be'reses, be'ziyah. It's, we, we rejoice in it, the same way it was given. We also recognize there's a, there's a certain reality to it. And nobody likes to do things that they're forced into. But yet, it's important to have that relationship with the Torah. That I love it, and I want it, and it's sweet, but at the same time I recognize that the learning of Torah transcends my personal whims and my personal desires. We're We don't learn when we can, it's the time that compulses us. Rabbi said we should be zoicha to a Kabbalah Satoira Be'emes Uvetamim we should be zaycha to all the berachas hatayra. Oyrech yomim bimina usmoila oisher v'chavoid adoinoy oiz la'amoy yitain adoinoy yivarech samoy v'ashalaim. Have a great day, everyone. Agun yamtiv chakosh v'sameach. Chasameach. Good yamtiv yamtiv. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining. Shkayach. Kol tov. Monday, Bezos Hashem. Um, as far as I know, and then if you Wednesday night, we have, we have there's a shear every Wednesday at ten forty five a.m. a very short Dvar uh, Torah, and then Wednesday night at eight thirty p.m. Kaltov. 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 Good yamtiv.